Today's daf is daf lamedalit. Sugyas today dealing with mitzvah seisha zman grama, mitzvah seisha ein zman grama, nashim chayav, nashim turos. What the sources are, what the exceptions are. It's really the uh, the uh, what a fundamental uh, sugyas. So uh, let's let's begin. We are at the bottom of lamed gimel lamed beis. Call Mitzvah Seisha Azman Groma. So the Mishnah said that if it's a Mitzvah Seisha Azman Groma, men are chayv and women are potter. It's very interesting to note, I'm not going to get into the eon of it, but it's something to think about. Rashi defines in, on Chavtes, Mitzvah Seisha Azman Groma, is that the Zman is Gorem, the Mitzvah Shetavo. That means the Zman triggers the Mitzvah. Uh, Rashi over here gives a definition that it is it is continuous, and that there is no time period that it's part of. For example, that's Rashi is tefillin because there's no atzitzis, because no chiv at night. That's a little bit of a different definition than is it the zman triggering the chiv, whether it's continuous or not continuous. Just something to think about the achronim deal with it. All right. So it says as follows: Tan Rabban and Eizim Mitzvah Sei Shazman Gromo. What's an example of a Mitzvah Sei Shazman Gromo? Sukkah, lulav, shofar, tzitzis, uh, tefillin. These are all time-bound mitzvahs. The Eizim Mitzvah Sei Shalazman Gromo. What's an example of Mitzvah Sei Shalazman Gromo? You have mezuzah, mako, makatasel gagecho. You have to put a parapet around the top of your roof. That's not time-bound. Aveda, returning lost object. Shilua Chakan, coming across the mother bird and her chicks. And so, therefore, that's an example of what Mitzvah Seshas Man Grama, Mitzvah Enas Man Grama. Frek de Gemara of the Klolahu. The Mishnah made, it said, made a general rule. It says, Zach Man Grama. Is that the general rule and it's applicable in all cases? Lachora hare matzah, the mitzvah of eating matzah, kzayis matzah on the first night of Pesach, women are chayavos. We learn out the pasuk juxtaposes the eating of matzah to the prohibition of chametz, and we said whoever is prohibited eating chametz, which women are, are also chayav in the mitzvah of eating matzah. So you see, matzah doesn't follow the rule. Simcha, rejoicing on yontiv, women are obligated to rejoice on yontiv as well. Ta'u secho. Hakel, the obligation to gather together and listen to the the Melech read the Torah in the Azorah every seven years is Anoshim Noshim Vitaf. The mitzvah says Shazman Gromo. These are all time bound mitzvahs. But Noshim Chayavas and women are obligated. Vesu and furthermore Hare Talmud Torah, which is not time bound. Piriyavarivya, which is not time bound. Procreation. Pidyanaben, which yes we do it with thirtieth day. Let's make sure that the child is viable, but it's not time bound. Delav mitzvah zasei shazman grama. So these would be examples that are not mitzvah zasei shazman grama. Who benoshim peturos, and yet women are exempt. So lechora, what are you going to do? It doesn't fit the rules of our Mishnah. Samar of Yochanan, ain't lamedim in That even when there is Mishnayas or Brises saying zeh 
it doesn't, you can't use that to apply to every single case unless you know for sure it is included in it because there's always exceptions to every rule. So you cannot apply a Zea cloud to every single case. And even if the rule is written as follows, this is the rule, ABC, except for uh, the following cases. So even when there's an exception, you would feel that if there's an exception and those are the exceptions, that means everything else should be able to fit into the rule. Even in such cases when exceptions are given, there's still, it does not mean that it is a, uh, a complete list. And therefore, there still might be other exceptions. You still can't learn from the rule, even when some exceptions are noted. So it says, a This you learned in a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Meseches Erevin. It says, "Bechol Ma'arvin Mishtatvin." There's a called an Erev Chatseros or a Shitufa Mavuos, where everyone comes together in order to combine the uh, the Roshusa Yochid into one Roshusa Yochid to be able to collect carry in it, or the one Mavu in to be able to carry in it and you have to put down food that is considered to be the, the, the place of gathering that becomes the focal point that this makes it where everybody now is joined together and it says you could use all types of food except but you cannot use so, uh, water and salt because they're not considered sustaining now, so therefore you might think every other food then should be okay would fit into the rule but Suleika, but are there are, no, are there no others? Faika Kameyan Pitrios, what about you have uh oh, it's truffles and and, 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 and mushrooms. These I these things are not are not fit to be used for a Rufchatseros or Shitufemavuos, even though they were not included in the exceptions. Exceptions is only water and salt. So what do you see? That you cannot learn out from a a, a klau and lemonaklolos, even when there are exceptions that are noted, though that there could be it's not a complete uh lit. So didn't use the terminology my shire and the high shire. That would that that exactly would be the situation is that sometimes you'll have a a, a, a shear. The the logic that we use my shire the high shire is that usually you can't say you're only leaving out one case. Wow. You're gonna leave out leave out more. But you see that it's possible even when you're noting exceptions, there can be more things being left out. In this case it is two. So therefore, yeah, it's a general rule, but you cannot use that to Paskin with. You'd have to know the specifics and the and, and you know ex- exactly what is included, what's not included. So therefore, you see from your Okay. So that's that's the the point. But so the point is there is a general rule that Mr. Seishasman Groma Noshim Apaturos and there's a general rule Mr. Seishasman Groma Noshim Ar Chayavos. But we are going to see there are quite a number of exceptions to that particular rule. Now, but how did we formulate that rule? Meaning that rule had to be based upon something. Where is the formulation of that rule based upon? Now, the, the, uh, we're going to see that the, uh, the way we're going to formulate the rule is there is something that we learn that's called a, either a mamatzin or a binyan av. That the Torah teaches us in one case, that emphasizes in one case, that this is the rule, and then from that one case, that becomes the prototype to apply to other cases, unless you have exceptions. 
So that's one rule you have to. That's the, the one one of the Yud Gimel Midrash Torah and Dreshes them. It's called the Binyan of, and uh, that we're going to be dealing with right now. So say ask them what Mitzvah says. Man Gromo Noshim Peturos Min Nolon. How do we know? That a Mr. Seshazman Groma, that rule that you formulated, what's the basis, what's the source for that basis? Sigmora so says like this, Gomar Mitfilin. We learn out from Tfilin. Tfilin, uh, we know, we'll see in a moment how we know that, but Tfilin, women are potter from, and since Tfilin is a Mitzvah Shazman, Gromo, as the Mirashi brings down, because you don't wear Tfilin at night, or on Shabbos and Yontif, so therefore, since the Mitzvah says Shazman, Gromo, therefore, and uh, women are potter from Tfilin, so since the Mitzvah says Shazman, Gromo, and women are potter, that becomes the prototype, to all Mitzvah say Shazman Groma that women are exempt. So Mora says like this: So Mat Tfilin Noshim Paturos, just as Tfilin women are exempt from Avkom Mitzvah say Shazman Groma Noshim Paturos. Now, how do you know by Tfilin that Noshim are Paturos? That's great. That that becomes a prototype. But where do you know by Tfilin? So Mora says like this: Because in Krishma, Tfilin is juxtaposed to Talmud Torah. And therefore, and Talmud Torah, we know women are potter. How do we know Talmud Torah? We had the studio. How do we know? That it's Benechem, and therefore, since women are exempt from Torah, and Torah is juxtaposed to Tfilin, and Tfilin becomes the prototype of Mitzvah Seishas Van Grama, Noshim R. Peturos. Hold questions until we get through this. So Moses is like this. Petfilin gomar mitalam talmud Torah. Ma talmud Torah noshim peturos. Just as talmud Torah women are exempt, so too aftfilin, so too women are exempt. Okay, that's a shenantul vanecho. So here and 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 therefore tfilin also women exempt. Aftfilin noshim peturos. Okay, frek de gemara. Now, if the way you learnt out that tfilin. Women are potter because tefillin is juxtaposed in Krishna next to Talmud Torah. Tefillin in Krishna is also juxtaposed to another mitzvah, the mitzvah of mezuzah. So therefore, if you want to use tefillin as the prototype, why compare it to Talmud Torah? Why not compare it to mezuzah? Now, if you're going to compare it to mezuzah, you're going to come out with a different outcome because mezuzah... Women are chayavos, so you should say the other way around. Said mezuzah, women are chayavos, tefillin, that tefillin become the prototype now to teach me that all mitzvahs, all mitzvos, women are chayavos. All mitzvahs say women are chayavos. The nekesh tefillin lemezuzah. Let's juxtapose. Let's compare the fact that tefillin is juxtaposed to mezuzah, and, uh, uh, and and therefore let that become the uh, the, the 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 source. So it says more or less like this. The chor, right? Because it says over there by the kshartim laosal yadecho uchsaptam al mezuzos beisecho. So it's true that before tefillin is talmud torah. So talmud torah is connected to tefillin, but after tefillin is mezuzah. So it says more an interesting word. We know that there's certain tefillin is mentioned both in the first part of Krishna, and it's also mentioned in the second part of Krishna. However. It's only next to mezuzah in the first parsha. It's not next to mezuzah in the second parsha. And Talmud Torah in both parshios is next to tefillin. So since tefillin is juxtaposed to Talmud Torah in both parshas shown and parshas that's why it's preferable to compare tefillin to Talmud Torah as opposed to tefillin from mezuzah. So Gmarah says like this. Gmarah says that like this. Tefillin, the Talmud Torah is kish. It's juxtaposed. 
Bein Beparsha Shon Bein Beparsha Shniah. Tefillah the Mezuzah Beparsha Shniah Lo Itkish. It is not juxtaposed to Mezuzah. There's actually Talmud Torahs in between, in between Tefillah and Mezuzah in the second Parsha. No, no, it's opposite messages. What either woman or nashim? The only ones only teaching mitzvahs as seishas man grama women are are one teaching mitzvahs seishas man grama women are potter. The other one teach me women are chayv in all mitzvahs. Can't do both. All right. So says the Gemara like this. Says the Gemara. Okay, I understand why you're telling me tefillin is not juxtaposed to mezuzah, but it is juxtaposed to Talmud Torah. But Talmud Torah is juxtaposed to mezuzah. So why don't we say Benekish mezuzah le Talmud Torah? Why don't we Why don't we compare mezuzah to Talmud Torah? Now, if you compare mezuzah to Talmud Torah, what would be the uh, the outcome of that? Well, then you'd say mezuzah would be potter in 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 in. in uh, you're right. We're talking about mezuzah. Let's compare mezuzah to Talmud Torah. If you're telling me that for some reason that there are those mitzvahs in, in Krishna are defining mitzvahs and what women are chayv or not. And, and the linchpin is Talmud Torah. So Talmud Torah tells you for tefillin that women are potter. Well, it, if Talmud Torah is, compared, is, is next to mezuzah, then it should tell you the same thing about mezuzah. We just said mezuzah women are chayavos. Let's say mezuzah women are potter. Why should they be potter? Because mezuzah is juxtaposed to Talmud Torah. So nekish mezuzah with Talmud Torah. I wouldn't have thought this. Because very interesting, the way at least the Gemara understands it. Right after Mezuzah, in the second parsha of Krishna, let's mind Yirbu Yamech Mevnasechem. It's longevity. You and your children have long life. So the Gemara understands that's going on the mitzvah of Mezuzah. Now, if you tell me that only men are chayiv, not women, what's what? Women don't need longevity. So therefore, the fact that it has such a, it's a which is not is not the norm. The Torah goes out of its way to give a a a, a bracha and show the reward of doing a mitzvah. That, uh, right, normally, we don't we don't see the schar of mitzvahs that are written in the Torah. But the fact it does, it would be difficult to say that women are potter from receiving such a bracha. Someone says. So therefore. I would not have thought to compare uh, that, that, that the juxtaposition between mezuzah and Talmud Torah to teach me that that uh, that that mezuzah that women are potter for mezuzah. Why Because it says right after mezuzah, we're going to have a gavri boy chayi. Only men need long life, but nashim loy boy chayi. They don't need longevity. So therefore, that doesn't make sense to exempt women from the mitzvah of mezuzah. All right, fine. So says the Gemara right now, we're going back to where we started with, is so what was, what, this point, what is the source for the mitzvah, for the mitzvah say Shazman Krama, the Nashim Apaturos? Tfilin. So says the Gemara like this, Lechora v'harei sukkah, which is the mitzvah seishas man gromo, dixiv v'sukkah, teishu shivas yomim, clearly it's dictated by time. And, uh, and, and in Masecha Sukkah, the Bodhagmara asks the question, why does it say that Masecha Sukkah was Shivas Yomim? And we learn out there, it says, Ha'ezrach. Ha'ezrach means the citizen of Israel. The native of Israel is, uh, uh, has to sit in the Sukkah. So we learn out, it says, Ha'ezrach is really a mute. That not every native of Israel has to sit in the Sukkah. Who's exempt from sitting in the Sukkah? 
Women. We learn out that it exempts women. Asks the Gemara, why do you need that drosha? Why do you need a drosha? It's a mitzvah seishazman groma, and you just told me that tefillin is the prototype that mitzvah seishman groma, women are potter. So why can't we just learn out sukkah from tefillin? Why did we need a special miyat in the mitzvah of sukkah? So frag the Gemara lechay, Rabbi Reis sukkah, the mitzvah seishazman groma, the mitzvah seishazman groma, taima, and the only reason that women are exempt the cause of Rachmana, because the Kodesh Baruch Hu wrote in the pasuk Ha Ezrach Lo Haitzis and Nashem V. That's a hey as a mid to exclude women. So the Chayralavach it's Mashma. If it wasn't for the pasuk for the for the for the word Ha Ezrach, we would have said what we would have said Nashem Chayavos. Even though it's Misas Asdeishas Man Gromo. So Amar Abay Abay explains like this. He says no. The prototype is Tefillin. However, we said there are going to be exceptions. You might have thought Sukkah should be an exception. Why would I have of Havamina that Sukkah should be uh, an exception because the Chayras Agadai I mean I would have thought to say well, that says the Sibah Sukkah is Teishvu we have a, a requirement that Sukkah is Teishvu is Teishvu Ke'etaduru that you have to transfer your home into the Sukkah that the way you live in your home becomes the way you have to live in your Sukkah now what a primary uh, element of the home is the woman the wife the woman so therefore you might have thought that that Teishvu Ke'etaduru requirement makes it an obligation that women should have to sit in a sukkah as well. That's why, if it would be just left up to the Mama Tzinu, the Vinyan Af from Tefillin, I would have said, The Torah had to go out its way and write the word Ha'ezrach to tell me what? The women also are exempt, and we do not apply the Teshu Taduru to the din of the woman. My mother said like this, it says Teshu Taduru, but Gamadira, just as the living in the home is Ishvi Ishto, is man with his wife, so Av Sukkah is also Ishvi Ishto, so that's why you have to tell me, Ha'ezrach, to exclude that you don't have to have the wife sit in the Sukkah. Then, Rava Amar, Rava answers an additional uh, terrace. He says, it's Terech. You have to have Ha'ezrach by Sukkah anyway, even if I know Tefillin. Why? Because there's another limud I would have thought to say. The word uh, by uh, the two of the holidays, two of the Shalosh Regalim, it says Chamisha Asar in both in two places. Chamisha Asar it says it by Sukkah, and it says Chamisha Asar it says it by Pesach. Now by Pesach we have an exception to the Mitzvah Seishazman Grama rule. What's the exception? Women are Chayavos to eat matzah. We compare matzah to chametz, and women are Chayav to eat uh, matzah the first night of Pesach. So you might have thought to make a Shava, to make a comparison, I don't know if it's an actual Gzeir Shava, also like a Mamats and whatever, because they not a Malamed Matzma, but you would have said, since they're Chamisha Sar, women are Chayavas, so you're to Chamisha Sar the first night, also women should be Chayavos, that's why you couldn't rely on the Limut from Tefillin, and the Torah had to emphasize Hai Ezrach to tell me what? To tell me that by Sukkah also, women are Peturos. I would have learned out, comparing, juxtaposing the words Chamisha Sar that's written by Sukkot to the one that's written by, by Pesach to the Chamisha Sar Machagamatzos, Malahal, and just over there, the first night, Nashim Chayavos, when are obligated in Mitzvah Kazayas Matzah. So Avkan, Nashim Chayavos, Tzricho. Okay, so basically we're still okay right now. They mean they're exceptions, but the general rule is formulated. Mitzvah Seshaz Man Groma, Nashim, are Peturos learning it out from Tefillin, which itself is derived from Talmud Torah. So, says the like this. All right, the mitzvah says, uh, uh, the mitzvah says, man, grommo.
Is that grand barre matzah? Says the Ramah. A time of the Kazakhmana. Wait, I'm just saying. I lost the place. One second. Vaharei reiyo. Frag the Gemara. What about there is a mitzvah of reiyo? Means that a person has to appear three times a year in the base of Migdash. Should not come empty-handed. But there's an obligation to aliyah lerego. You have to appear in the before the now. That's the mitzvah seishas man gromo. That is a mitzvah say that is dictated by time, dictated by time, because only it's in Shalosh from Pam and Bashana, right? And 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 what does it say over there? It says we learn out, and it says Chagiga that Nashim are exempt from that rule. Now, if I would ask you based on what we learned today, why should Nashim be exempt from that rule? Because of tefillin. But that's not what the Pasuk says. That's not how the Gemara and Chagiga learns it out. It says that because it says Zecharcha. Zecharcha means the males. The males and not the females. So the Kasha again. If you have this rule that's being formulated from tefillin, why do we need a special limud by Re'ir? So why is it like this? So it says, And the reason given is that women are exempt is because of Rachmana, Yehroa calls a Churcha, so Churcha is Lahaitzi Anoshim, only the men and not the female, the, the, not the, the, the women. So therefore, uh, without that special drosha, you would say that, that Nashim Chayavas, women are obligated. Again, you have to have that special limud by Re'iyah. Because because he would have thought again to learn out Shava. The word Re'iya is written twice. It's written by the Parsha of being Ola Regal. And it's also written by the mitzvah that we do once every seven years of Hakel. Now by Hakel, we said that there, even though it's a mitzvah say Shazman Gromo, but nevertheless over there, women are Chayavos, Anashim, Anashim Vataf. So you might have thought that the mitzvah of Re'iyo, that you have to go up three times a year, you should learn out from the mitzvah of Hakel. And therefore, even though it's a mitzvah say Shazman Gromo, you would have thought this is an exception because of the Re'iyo, Re'iyo. Uh, 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 connection. That's why you have to write a special drosha of zechurcha lahotzi asanoshim. So therefore, again, let's be inside. It's a saga that I mean a nail of mihakel, and that's why you need to have that. That that's why you have to write the word zechurcha that women are potter. Says more like this. Okay, let's go back now and and talk about the Mishnah itself. So you're saying is that the, the time of our Mishnah who made this rule that Gromo that women are peturos, he learned it out from Tfilin. So asks the Gemara, why are you using Tfilin as the prototype for Mitzvah say, and then you come out with a, with a, with a rule that Mitzvah Shazman Gromo women are peturos. So Adi Alfinan Mitfilin Livturo, that instead of learning out from Tfilin to exempt women from Mitzvah say, Neilov Misimcha, why don't we learn out from the Mitzvah of Simcha Sarego, the Mitzvah of Simcha Regal, that you have to rejoice and be happy on the Rego, that's also a Mitzvah Grom, it's tied to the Regolim, and the din over there is that the Chayuva woman are Chayev in the Mitzvah of Simcha. So let, let that become the prototype, and if that would become the prototype, that every Mitzvah Grom, actually women should be Chayovos. Sigmora says, Amrabaya Isha Balam Samcha. Very important point over here. Is that the mitzvah of Simcha, it's the husband has to be Mesameach the Isha. He has to buy her the things. He has to. So therefore, it's not that she has the Chiv, he has the Chiv on her behalf. 
So that's where it comes out that really women themselves, the etzim, apturos, you're telling me. It's the man has the obligation. So therefore that would not be a, uh, a proof that a mitzvah says, say shazman grama, that women themselves are chayavos. What's the basic havamina? Why would you think to exempt them ever? In other words, why would you have to find a... a you said, what's, what's, what's a svara for it? Why would you have a cloud at all? We don't make a cloud that men are or aren't based upon zman grama and non-zman Well, I mean, there's, there's different reasons given the Avudram says because there's a svara to say that women should not be required on time-bound mitzvahs because they have to focus on the home and that, that, that they don't have the capacity to have that freedom to be obligated I mean, if you're looking for what the spore of one... I'm saying, why yeah. would the Gemara even think that you... The question, well, why don't we learn out that they're chiv b'zman grama? Well, that's a given. We start the assumption of the Chumash that all the mitzvahs are for men and women. Why would we have to have a specific cloud? I hear, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, again, I, I hear, meaning that the point is that... that but why the, the question is so why use tefillin as a prototype to say that there then that could be more thing. why use tefillin to say that that should teach you every other time is that you have just as many mitzvahs that the mitzvah says yeah. shazman grama that women are chayavos to say that don't learn it out from tefillin maybe tefillin is the exception not the rule what gives you the right to say tefillin is the rule because you have a mitzvah that uh, I, I can make any other mitzvah that make that the general rule that's what the Mora is actually saying maybe so Mora says like this so Mora says the Chorah is that no because the, the, we don't see necessarily from Simcha that women are chayavas the Mora says one second but the Pasuk that talks about Simcha says it says v'halmona asheb kirbecha. so how do you tell me that no there's no real chiv on the woman, but it is, it is a chiv on the man to misamech the woman. The Pesach also identifies a situation where a woman doesn't have a husband. It says the almana also, so what are you going to tell me? So that, that the women don't have the chiv, then why is an almana chayiv? So says, what are you going to say about the Almona? And what it says, an interesting shot, is that you're talking about that a woman that's an Almona that's dependent upon you. Let's say there's a poor Almona that you're taking care of in the community. You have an obligation to be Mesamech, or that's the Almona to form. But if you have a wealthy Almona that no one else is taking, no, no one needs to be taking responsibility for, she doesn't, she doesn't have the mitzvah of Simcha. So you don't say, is still a mitzvah on the man or on the person taking responsibility for the woman to be mesameach, but not that it's a be'etzim, in an innate obligation. So that cannot be their source to learn out. Fill in, therefore, is the default of Mrs. Haseish Asman Groma that Nashim Apeturos. So says the Gemara of Enelof Mihakel. But what about Hakel? Hakel, we just got through saying Anoshim Noshim Vitaf, and women are Chayavos, and it's a Mitzvah Seishazman Gromo. So let that counteract Tfilin. Who says Tfilin should be the prototype to tell me Noshim Chayavos? Let's say Hakel teaches you that that's not true. You see that then, therefore, that becomes the default, not necessarily Tfilin. So Gemara says like this. So Gemara says the reason why Hakel is not cannot be used as a prototype to teach me that women are chayavas in Mishra because there is a rule that if the Torah wants to teach me something as a prototype, you only record one prototype. If you have to have two mitzvahs teaching me the same thing, then obviously what is the Torah teaching me? That it's exclusionary. It's not a prototype. It's only those two. You don't apply it. So therefore, we have two mitzvahs that women are chayavos that can cancel out the efficacy of using them 
as a binyan avar, as a mamatzinu. So therefore, tefillin is standalone, teaches with everything else. Then what, uh, what are you going to Hakel. Hakel has a counterpart that teaches him, uh-huh. that Nashim are chayavos in those two cases. And those are the two that don't apply, therefore, to other cases. What are the two? Says the more like this. So Neil of Mehakel, Mishum de Haven, and the says, no, we don't learn out a binyan av from Hakel, because Mishum de Haven, Matzah, Hakel, Shneik, Suvin, Abayin, Ke'echod. That it's two mitzvahs that are coming together to teach me the same point, makes it exclusion. It's not an open group. Anytime you have two psukim teaching us the same concept, so then ain malamdin, they cannot be used as a mamatzin opinion of everyone else. So says the more like this. Well, one second. Tfilin, you also have two mitzvahs, a mitzvah grama, that woman of Peturos. So therefore, let's say that Tfilin and Re'ir, we had said there, Re'ir, the mitzvah, to go up three times a year and appear before Hashem in the Azara, that also is a mitzvah grama, that Nashim of Peturos. So make Tfilin and Re'ir be the two mitzvahs, the Shnei Ksuvin and Ke'echot. And therefore, what would that do to us? It, then it can't, they can't learn out the rule from Tvilin anymore. They should not be able to learn out from there. Where it says no. Because the way to get out of the problem of Shnei Ksuvah Abayin Ke'echad is if you can show that each one on its own, you wouldn't have been able to learn the other one from it. What I mean as follows. Is the concept of Shnei Ksuvah Abayin would be like this. If Tvilin teaches you Mitzvah Seishas Man Grom and Noshim Peturos, so why do I need Re'iyah to tell me that. The fact that wrote Tfilin and Re'ir means it's exclusive those two, not everywhere else. Unless you would not have been able to learn out Re'ir itself from Tfilin or Tfilin itself from Re'ir, which is why you had to record them both. And if you can record them both and they're both necessary, then you can go back and say it's a prototype is for both between the two of them. It applies. That's called in the Yudgimel Midos it's Binyan Av Abami Shneik Suvin. But in Yudgimel Midos you have Binyan Av and you have Binyan Av Abami Shneik Suvin. What's the Binyan Av Abami Suvin? Where Torah wrote the prototype based on two cases. And what the one is about to show is that Tfilin and Re'iyah is still a binyan of for all mitzvahs because you could not have written one without the other. So the two of them now function as being the binyan of. And we're going to have to see why. So the one says like this. What? The one says like this. So the says as follows. Says the Gemara Tzrichi. I needed to write the exemption of women by Tfilin and I needed to write it by Re'iyah being all the regulars three times a year. The Ikaz of Rachmana, because the Torah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have only written it by Tfilin. Mean like this, that I would have written Tfilin. What is the exam by Tfilin? That I juxtaposed it next to Talmud Torah. That's the exemption. Torah went out of way to put Tfilin next to Talmud Torah to tell me, tell me that women are not shim off but Turos, and if it only would have written it there, below cause of Re'iyah, and it wouldn't have written the limit by Re'iyah. What's the limit by Re'iyah? Zechurcha. And would have not written Zechurcha by Re'iyah. Hava Amina, I would have thought without having Re'iyah, Zechurcha written by Re'iyah, that I would have said, Nelev Re'iyah, Re'iyah Mehakel. I would have learned out Ole Regal Re'iyah from Hakel, and I would have said, don't learn out from Tefillin, learn it out from the uh, Hakel, a woman would have been Chayim. So I had to write Zechurcha, Zechurcha, without writing Zechurcha, I would not have learned it out from Tefillin. So therefore, so therefore, Nelev Re'iyah, Re'iyah Mehakel. So therefore, okay, fine. So why not just write, let the prototype only be Re'iyah, write Zechurcha, and Mitzvah Seishas Man Grom, and Nashim Peturos, why do I have to still write the Hekesh of 
putting putting tefillin right next to Talmud Torah. Why the Torah organize it that way? Because of Rachmana Re'iyah, a low cost of tefillin. Hava Amina, I would have said that if tefillin wouldn't have been written next to Talmud Torah, it still would have been next to Mezuzah. And then I would have said, okay, don't learn it out from Talmud Torah, which is not next to, but learn it out from Mezuzah that it is next to. What would I have come out with then? Just as women are chayavos in Mezuzah, women will be chayavos in Talmud Torah. So I had to make sure that tefillin, in tefillin, therefore I had to make sure tefillin is juxtaposed next to Talmud Torah. So each one in and of itself would not have been able to learn from the other one, so I had to write it by both. Comes out that both are necessary. Well, once you've shown me that both are necessary, therefore it opens up that one. They can be the binyan of and then also from there you learn the general rule that mitzvah seishas man grama nashim apeturos. So therefore, because Rachman and Reir were like us, tefillin. Have I mean I would have said akish tefillin mezuzah. Let's learn a tefillin from mezuzah tzricha. Therefore, it's necessary to write both. Says the Gemara. One second. So if you're telling me that those two are necessary and that allows them to be the binyan of for all other mitzvahs that women are peturos we had asked the question what about the fact that matzah and hakel give us the opposite message so we said no matzah and hakel because since it's written twice so therefore that cannot be the binyan of but I'm going to show you that matzah and hakel are tzrichi if I can show you that matzah and hakel are both necessary and one could not have been learned from the other what does that open the door again to asking so that that become the binyan of for all other mitzvahs I say. So says the Gemara, Iachi, Matzah, Vehakel, Matzah, which by the way, we can be learned out from the juxtaposition to Chomet. And Hakel, because it says, uh, the positive is Anashim, Anashim, Vetaf. So Namitzrichi, both of those are also necessary and one could not have been derived from the other. Lamaitzrichi, how are they both Necessary because uh, let's see. Bishloma, I understand the cost of Rachmano Hakel, the low cost of Matzah. If you only wrote Hakel, right, that tells me that Hakel that women are Anoshim Noshim Vetafachayev, and you would not have known the drasha of Matzah that women are Chayav because it's juxtaposed to Chometz, I would have said Hava Amina. I would have said Neilav Chamisha Sar Chamisha Sar. I would have learned like this that learn the other way. It says fifteen by. Matzah, and it says 15 by sukkah. And what do we say by sukkah? And sukkah that says over there, women are peturos. So I would have said that matzah also therefore based on that. So you can't not write it by matzah. By matzah, you have to write the juxtaposition to chametz, because otherwise Aitaka would have thought that women would be peturos. I have to write that they're chayiv. So therefore, I would have said, name of chamisha sar, chamisha sar, michaga sukkos. Ella. So now, fine. So now let's go the other way. So you have to write it by matzah. Why do I need to write it by hakel? Ella nichtav rachmano be matzah v'loy boy hakel. You don't need to write by hakel. Hakel's portion won't be chayiv. If you're chayiv anoshim and you're chayiv taf, so kol shuken you're going to be chayiv. The Noshim. So why do you have to write it again by Noshim? L'chorah, so it's not Tzrichi, it is extra. It's like this, V'nichtav Rachmona Matzah, V'loi boy hakel, and don't write it by hakel. V'ana, I mean, and I would have said, logically, 
tzvelim, if the tzvelim, if the kids, the little kids are chayav in bahakel. So nashim lakolzikein, all the more so the women should be chayav as well. So therefore, hilkach, uh, therefore it is considered to be an extra, a redundancy to do what? To limit the scope. And you don't say over here, shneksiv and abayin ke'echad, it's, it's ein melam, you don't say it's melam because it's not a tzrichi. Whereas it says hilkach, therefore havalohu, shneksiv and abayin ke'echad, ve'ein melamdin. So say anything more like this. So therefore, at this point, so therefore we have no kasha for matzah and, and hakel because that's ein melamdin. And we have tefillin and, what was the other one? Tefillin and uh, re'iyah is melamdin. And that's why we formulate from tefillin and re'iyah that snakes in the bank echad melamdin that what? It's, 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 I've been in the bank of nashim echayavos on mitzvah seishman. So says, I'm nashim apeturos by mitzvah seishman grom. So says more like this. Hanicha, this whole answer works. Leman de Amar ain melamd. It's actually machlokas tanayim. Snake sivin abayin keechad. If it's uh, if if it's tzrichi, it's ain melamd. Leman de Amar. But according to the opinion that you have snake sivin abayin keechad, even if you have two psukin. Even if you have two psukim that seems to be giving the same message, even if it's not tzrichi, you could still use that. To be melamed, and it's only when it's shlosha ain melam, not two. So therefore, lemanda amar ain melam, lemanda amar melamdin my ika lememar. So we still back to our question. According to them, why is it that instead of picking a tefillin and 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 reiya to teach me that nashim of baturos, why not learn out from that the default, which would be a logical default, as doctors say, learn out from matzah and hakel that mitzvah seishasman grama nashim should be chayovos. So that's question number one. All right? And we'll see, uh, the Gemara doesn't deal with the answer of this one. That's going to have to be dealt with later. But that's a question. According to that opinion, this answer doesn't work. Vesu, and I'll ask you another question. Lechora, more asks as follows. In the Mishnah, it said a second part of it. The first rule that was fo- formulated was that Mitzvah Seishas Man Groma Nashim What was the second rule that was formulated? That it's Mitzvah Seishas Man Groma, then on that Nashim Chayovas. So the Chora, furthermore, Mitzvah Seishas Man Groma Nashim Chayovas. Based on what are we make formulating that rule? Minolan, from where do we know that? So Gemara says that, that, no, that, so the first as I said, the first question we asked, what about the Kwanzaa and Sol's Malamdin, we we're not getting to. But that, we have to just clarify, how does the Mishnah know the second rule? So Gemara says, the Yalif Mimayro, we learn it out, the Pazika says, Ish Tiro'u. And we learned over there, if you remember, the fact that it says Tiro'u in the plural, so therefore what? Both men and women are chayev in the mitzvah of Yirin. Now Yiro, of parents, is a mitzvah saseh, She'ein azman gromo. So therefore, shlo azman gromo. And therefore, from that becomes, that'll become the prototype that what? That all Mizrah say shlo azman gromo, noshim are chayovos. Ma'amor noshim chayovos. Avko Mizrah say shlo azman gromo, noshim are chayovos. Says the Gemara, well, one second. If you want to learn out from Mitzvah Seishalah's Mangrama, why are you picking Mora? Why not pick Talmud Torah? Talmud Torah, Begisa Bayyavan Valayla, there's not Mitzvah Seishalah's Mangrama, and by Talmud Torah, what do we say? 
Noashimar Peturos. So why use Mora to teach me Noashimar Chayavos for Mitzvah Seishel Azman Groma? Use Talmud Torah to teach me that Mitzvah Seishel Azman Groma, Shel Azman Groma, Noashimar Chayavos. Venail of me Talmud Torah. Singmora says, Mishum da Havale Talmud Torah, Piri of Arivio, Shneik Suvinabayin Keachor. Because on the Talmud Torah side, you have two Mitzvahs in the Torah teaching you that a Mitzvah Seishel Azman Groma, Noashimar Peturos, and those two cancel each other out because that becomes snake sibin abayin keechad ain malamdin. What is the second one? Puravu. Because the pasuk says uh, by by puravu, there's a drasha. It says uh, uh, if it says puravu v'chivshua that you shall be fruitful and multiply and conquer the land. And the Gemara says, who conquers the land? Men conquer. Women don't conquer. Therefore, the mitzvah puravu is only going on the man, not on the woman. So Gemara says v'chol snake sibin abayin keechad ain malamdin. You don't learn from. So that's why, therefore, those two nullify and knock each other out. And therefore, what are you left with? You're left with Mora. And Mora then is capable of teaching me, Binyanav, that women are peturos, and women are chayavos in Mitzvah Shalom Gromo. So says the Gemara, well, what about Rabbi Yochum and Baroka? Rabbi Yochum and Baroka learns that in Mesechus Yovamas, when the Pesach says, it says, Vayivarech oisom elokim, vayomer lahem elokim, peru uravu. There's a machlokas. The Chacham Meshite is, that was just a bracha. He was just giving him a bracha. It's not a chiv. So therefore, even though he's speaking to Adam and Chava, and he says to them, Pruravu, he's like blessing them, you should be fruitful and be multiplied. He learns it's a chiyuf from there. And therefore, what does he learn? Pruravu is that they're both chayyuf, that women are also chayyuf. Now, what does that do to us? That takes away the snakes of an abayin keechad and the lamdin, because now you're only left with Talmud Torah. So therefore, the question is, why use Mora as the prototype? Why not use Talmud Torah according to the opinion of Rabbi Yochum Baroka? So it says, Al Shneyan Hu Omer, Vayivarech Osam Elokim, and he says, Vayomer Elakem Pruravu. So Michael, what are you going to say according to him? So he says, no, because according to Rabbi Yochum Baroka, Mishum Dahav Talmud Torah Upidyan Aben. Pedina Ben, we learned at the beginning of the Chavtes Sugya, we learned Tipada Tifta, you learn out that women are Peturos in the mitzvah of Pidyana Ben. So there comes that Pidyana Ben and Talmud Torah, which are both Mitzvah Seishel, Loazman, Grom, and Noshim Peturos. Those knock out each other, but therefore what's left is, uh, is with the, the, the limit for Mora, which is Mitzvah Seishel, Loazman, Grom, and Noshim Chayovas, and that becomes the prototype. So Mishim Dabit Talmud Torah, Pidyana Ben, Okay, you don't learn out from there. Okay, let's stop over here. We'll continue this tomorrow. Same question. What about my number that says you need three? We're going to get to.